it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello and welcome to this week's New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks for joining us. This week, matters of audio description. Some may be aware that audio description has been available on ABC's iView catch-up service for some months now. Joining us is Naz Campanella. Naz works with the ABC and champions the cause of audio description. Naz, thanks for joining us. Welcome to the program. Just give us a little bit of background on you, your role with the ABC, and how you became involved with audio description. So I have been an employee at the ABC for almost uh, 11 or 12 years now, and I started out as a general reporter, then moved my way through uh, regional reporting, then back to news reading for Australia's largest uh, youth network, Triple J, and was doing a lot of different reporting, mainly on youth affairs for about seven years. And then I pitched the idea of a disability affairs reporter to the ABC board. And luckily for me, they loved the idea. And more luckily for me, they offered me the role a couple of weeks later. So I feel like I've got the best job in the ABC where I get to platform the stories of people with disability all across Australia, across all of the different platforms, radio, TV and online. But part of my role as disability affairs reporter also involves, I guess, raising awareness both in and outside the ABC of disability more broadly. And part of that was setting up what's called ABC Inclusive, which is an employee-led network, which really does um, provide support and allyship and and work on events for for the employees with disability at the ABC. And as part of that, we've been working on audio description and making sure that that we can move towards best best practice across the broadcaster. I can talk to you a little bit more, I guess, further into this conversation about how it sort of financially and, and all those different ways came about, but but we have been very instrumental in making sure that we push for something like this within ABC Inclusive. That's really interesting to me. Some uh, listeners may well remember Ramp Up, which was a disability affairs blog that was run by the ABC or sponsored by the ABC some years ago and uh, was run chiefly by Stella Young up until about 2015. So this isn't the ABC's first uh, foray, I guess, into disability affairs, is it? No, it certainly is not and wasn't ramp up an incredible platform and run by, um, you know, one of the most formidable kind of, you know, activist advocates that we could ever have wished for. And I guess in, in setting up the disability affairs round, for me, it was about making sure that there wasn't just one platform where people with disability could go to. I wanted to kind of make sure that we, in a sense, um, had stories about people with disability, with people with disability at the centre across all of our platforms for everybody to learn from, enjoy. And I think for me, it was about saying our issues are mainstream and mm. I want you to to listen to them, to, to, to take notice of them, even if you don't have, I guess, a, a, a stake or a vested interest in disability. Because more widely, I think society 
needs to know about disability um, so that we can become a more inclusive society as a whole. And so um, I, I guess I, in a sense I'd say I, I was building on the incredible work that had already been done by the team at Ramp Up. And I think it's fair to say too that along with that comes I guess the responsibility of making sure that disabled people have an understanding of issues that affect them um, more broadly from the mainstream perspective. Uh, and of course your work sort of very much plays into that, particularly uh, in regard to making sure that people with disability are aware of the issues um, surrounding various communities that, uh, that impact them. Yeah, uh, it is a huge responsibility, one that I take very, very, uh, I guess, um, you know, seriously and carefully. And I think one of the things that is at the centre of all of that is how people are portrayed. You know, are they more than just their disability? Um, and, and the answer is yes. And I want people to know about the lives that we lead, how we lead them. And uh, it's important that, I guess, non-disabled people learn a lot about who we are and, and how we live our lives, but also that other people within our community, because we are not a homogenous community, we are a community of 4.4 million Australians and each and every one of us is unique. And I want us all to learn about how we all work and operate and live within the community itself, because I guess we've got this one big community with lots of little beautiful communities in it. As much as uh, we could talk about this all night, we are actually here to talk about audio description. And for so long, Australian television had no audio description available. And uh, through government funding, the ABC and the SBS have been leading the way in terms of audio description. But there's been a recent development which has uh, really galvanised the blind community and uh, certainly something I've taken an interest in for some while. And that is the audio description on iView. Firstly, why is audio description so important, do you think? I think, you know, you of all people and many of your listeners would know that it, it's just so... I guess degrading it and you feel like a burden when you have to watch a television program and you have to wait for someone to be available to watch that show with you and you've got to hope that they are willing to watch the show in the first place and they're not going to do it under do it under duress but also that they are explaining exactly what you need to know. So the, the, the facial expressions, the costumes, the the the, the looks you know, to loves struck lovers who are who, where there's no dialogue, all of those things. I mean, these people who watch, these sighted people who watch these shows with us have had to decide in really quick timeframes about the information we need to know. And what I love about audio description is we can just do away with that. We can watch these shows independently. We can um, do it when we want, how we want, with whatever device we want. And we aren't a burden on other people, but more to the point, it's been done professionally so that real care and thought has been taken into thinking about what needs to be verbalised. It's not just this subjective, whatever the person sitting next to me needs, thinks I need to know. It's done so professionally that you really do feel like you are getting access to all the nitty gritty bits that other sighted people are getting access to. Mm. And as you say, that is so important for inclusion, but also because uh, that can have a significant follow-on effect, particularly among young people and people who work, uh, about 
topics that are discussed in the office or at school or what have you the next day. I can remember uh, as a child uh, watching the same TV programs that everybody else watched, but having very little idea in some cases of exactly what had happened. And, you know, there were people who were talking around the locker room and things like that about things that I knew absolutely nothing about. Yeah, so this definitely bridges that gap, I think. Here it is where I can be in the office talking about the latest episode of whatever show it is. I can watch these shows and have conversations, those water cooler conversations that everyone else can participate in, feeling like I'm as informed as everybody else and can enjoy them like everyone else. And I think the other thing is now that I'm a mum, I've got a 17 month old little boy. And what's great is that a lot of the children's content that we make, for example, Bluey and Play School has been audio described. And that means that we can enjoy those shows together like any other mum, son relationship. And when he asks questions or when I want to explain things to him, I know exactly what's on the screen and what he's seeing. Yes, it's extremely important from an educational perspective. Uh, When I had my children um, 20 and 15 years ago, we didn't have access to audio description on television, but we did on DVDs and in other formats. And so both of my kids are very used to audio description. And in fact, uh, my oldest in particular generally won't get any Uh, TV program or movie uh, on DVD or download unless it has audio description and if it doesn't she will do everything (laughs) she can to make sure that there is an audio description track available and we'll do that research so which means I don't have to do it so it's interesting how easily family members can be indoctrinated into the provision of audio description. It is really quite funny. I've already noticed that my 17-month-old knows now that he has to grab my hand to get my attention. He'll put my hand on whatever it is he wants me to, to look at or play with or, or grab for him. And, uh, you know, I have I don't think this is, this is um, you know, on purpose, but when he is playing with the remote, he somehow always manages to turn on the audio description. So go figure. <laughs> Tell me how audio description uh, came about on iView and why do you think it was that the ABC opted to go for the free-to-air option first rather than uh, through their catch-up service? It was important for us to, to, I guess, choose the platforms that we knew the um, the audiences were, were, were using to begin with. And that was some of the, obviously, all the free-to-air shows. And then it was just a natural progression that we would move towards iView because in, in the last few years since getting the funding, that is where the audience has shifted to. On-demand is just the way of the future and it's you know you would be the same I would be the same we don't have appointment viewing as such anymore because of our our lives and how busy we are and and just the nature of of life itself and so here we get to to watch what we want when we want and where we want you know we can be on the train we can be at home or we can be elsewhere and it's brilliant now that that iView has this available and it's meant that we've gone from doing something like 18 hours of audio described content a week to now over, um, you know, 2,500 hours, which is brilliant. 
It's been available on iView for several months now. And so I think what was really good about doing it on free to air is we had a whole sort of campaign out initially to introduce audio description to our audience members that might not have known about it. So for example, telling people about what it means when they hear the little bell or when they see the little, the little symbol come up and how they could access it. And so it was just one step at a time that we would do that first and then move to, move to iView. And we've done all the same sorts of education for our audience members around that as well. And what's been the response so far? There's been a fantastic response. Um, we've had lots of people just saying they never knew that this existed. Also lots of people, interestingly enough, saying, why is this just marketed to people who are blind or have low vision? This is brilliant for people who are from non-English speaking backgrounds. It's brilliant for, say, um, people who are, are struggling with, I guess, you know, learning English itself or autistic people who want say a bit more sort of verbal direction and explanation of a show um, and also you know lots of elderly people who who may also be coming into as we know you know with an aging population coming into to vision issues themselves and so for them it's it's been a real game changer and also I think more broadly it's creating discussion around disability and awareness around access issues and that is never a bad thing. Well, Naz, thanks for all the work that you do on behalf of disabled people on the ABC and elsewhere. And uh, I wish you and the ABC the best of luck with the future of audio description. Are we going to see more content being available, do you think? Oh, look, I think there's always room for more content. We are constantly making um, new shows and, and, and I think as we create these new shows and there's more awareness of audio description, you know, shows that are coming to us as well or made in-house will we'll always make room for audio description now. I think for a long time, uh, you know, companies and, and, and you know, directors, etc., producers, haven't really thought that this was something they should include in their content. Whereas now that we are doing it, SBS is doing it, various other commercial major subscription services are doing it. I think there's only going to be scope for more and more of this, which is fantastic. And audio description is available on iView right now. And if you want to check it out, it's available on iOS and Android, as well as some of the smart TVs. Audio description may not appear on every device uh, at the same time. I had an experience a couple of weeks ago where I attempted to use it on Android and uh, it didn't work. And a couple of days later, it suddenly uh, randomly did. So if it doesn't work at first, try again in a few days and you might just find that it works. Plenty of content there to watch. In the meantime, if you'd like to get in touch with Blind Citizens Australia, you can call one 800 660 or you can email bca at bca.org.au bca at bca.org.au and finally as a reminder the advertisement for the role of CEO of Blind Citizens Australia has been published if this is something that interests you have a look at the BCA website and uh, you can find out more there in the meantime I'll talk to you again next week we'll achieve the realisation of a dream of our dreams